Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Yair Solo. Yair Solo is the CEO and founder of Centralize, a leading technology innovator in the fast-paced sector of advanced cyber risk and compliance management. Yair leads a team of world-class cybersecurity and risk experts in the development of cutting-edge solutions that address internal risk, vendor risk, and executive board risk. Yair's vast experience inspired his vision of a new risk management platform that equips organizations with unparalleled tools to achieve and sustain cyber resilience in a rapidly changing world. The solution automates, centralizes, and visualizes risks to save time and resources and allow users to focus on their business success. Yair assembled a team of technology innovators, military intelligence veterans, and senior corporate leaders and led them to produce the most advanced integrated risk management platform in the world. Well, good afternoon, Yair. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. I appreciate you jumping on. Uh, you're hailing out of the great country of Israel there in Tel Aviv, so I appreciate it. I love to do podcasts, but more importantly, getting to know people from all over the world is really my passion. So thanks again, Yair. And we're going to jump into the questions here. You've got quite the career in marketing, entrepreneurship, and now you're the co-founder and CEO of Centralize. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Sure. So uh, I uh, started um, as a young kid here in Israel. I actually grew up most of my life here um, and kind of lived in between those two worlds of the U.S. and Israel. Um, but uh, my career path was really in financial services. I spent uh, almost 10 years of my life at a uh, Visa Inc. Uh, loyalty brand as well as as an executive in Visa uh, out in Europe for a few years, managing a number of their markets uh, up until 2016. And, you know, I guess they talk about my career path. And from that point forward, really, really where I saw this big pain point and opportunity in the market um, around the cyber risk management. And, you know, what I kind of identified there was that um, and there was a lot of tools out there um, that were trying to address cyber risk at the point at that point that were really very manual. Uh, a lot of spreadsheets mainly were the primary tool, but that there uh, was a huge gap in the market for you know, more kind of next generation automated tools that could help organizations quantify and mitigate their cyber risk and compliance. And that, that seemed to me already in 2016 as an area that really was in its infancy that was going to grow over the years to come. And I felt like there was a uh, big opportunity to go after. So, you know, I had already been involved in a number of startups over my career, but really this was the first one where I kind of led the ship from day one. I, uh, you know, left Visa, uh, founded uh, Centralize. At the time, we had called it SciGov. Um, we actually thought we were going to focus on government cyber risk at first, and we quickly uh, pivoted over um, to the commercial side, really focused on banks, healthcare, finance, you know, other different, different financial institutions. And uh, you know, recently also rebranded to Centralize. And you know, what Centralize really you know, is really is a way for us to centralize uh, information for organizations into one single pane of glass, everything to do with their cyber risk and compliance, and really focus on automating, orchestrating. And visualizing that data, you know, throughout my life, I really was a big uh, tech uh, person. Really, always got you know, uh, even though I was on the business side, I always understood and really kind of deep dived into into the tech side as well. So, I always had a passion for that. And uh, there was a movie that I watched as a kid. You're probably familiar, you know, called Field of Dreams. Um, and and there's a famous line there. You know, if you build it, uh, he will come. They will come. It depends who you ask how to quote it. But that's actually you know. Uh, the line that appears in the signature of my email and also is something that I kind of stick in front of me every day when I wake up because 
I believe that we're building really the best platform in the world for risk management, GRC, that next generation. But there's a lot of faith and and belief you need to put into what you're building when you go on a path that that's so long and and so unknown at the beginning because you really are doing something that nobody's done before. But today we're already seeing the signs and the you know the validation from the market of that what we've built is is really being adopted in a big way. So it's super exciting there. You know, the path itself is, is is difficult and challenging because uh, as an entrepreneur, you're often alone and you have to have that uh, ability to really take a deep breath and keep on pushing. Um, the chairman of our advisory board, actually a, a gentleman by the name of Dave Johnson, who's a you know, managing partner at Blackstone and has a rich career at Dell and IBM leading their corporate development, is a close mentor of mine. And I remember to, to date, um, one of the first pieces of advice he gave me uh, was, you know, it's all about consistency and perseverance and uh, how true uh, those words uh, have been to date. Uh, many times where my back has been up against the wall or, you know, we kind of faced uh, really a dead end. Uh, we were able to pull out and continue to grow. I guess that story continues to stick with me till today. Um, had a lot of challenges over the last four years that we had to overcome. You have a lot of people that want to uh, cause damage or, or you know, bother you or, or you know, uh, in your path forward, often people who are or negative, you know, in the path, you know, it's easy for people to kind of say now, you know, what you're doing is not relevant or to have a different negative opinion. Um, and you know, you have to know to listen, but also know to you know, continue believing in your vision. So that's a little bit, I guess, about the path that I've gone on and, and where we are today. That's amazing. Uh, and I hear a lot of the same message from entrepreneurs. Uh, yeah, there's the fact that you're pushed into a corner or you come to a dead end or a brick wall and what do you do? And, and those that persevere uh, do succeed. So I appreciate your, your story on that. And yeah, we're going to jump into kind of the pandemic, you know, as you know, everybody globally has had to make these major shifts to adapt to this new normal. Could you share with us what you're doing to help your organization stay relevant in this economy? Sure. So I think that there's a few things that you have to consider, you know, and we're a little bit fortunate and lucky everybody talks about as well as being an entrepreneur, you have to also be a little bit lucky. You know, I think that while we foresaw and you know, my personal vision on the industry of cyber risk management was that it's going to grow uh, tremendously over the years to come as it has and it continues to. What's happened over the last year, while it doesn't impact the media business, it impacts the growth and certainly the potential of what we are building now. Uh, it, may, it makes it a lot more relevant because over COVID, uh, what we've seen is actually an enormous digital transformation that's gone on globally overnight. And that digital transformation has only increased the dependency on technology. Think about telehealth, you know, distance learning, uh, remote working, everything, right? Everything has become so much more dependent on technology to operate. Every business needs those remote and SaaS solutions now to operate from far uh, seamlessly. And while that is, you know, I think a fortunate time that we live in and it's changed our ability also to deal with this pandemic where the majority of the world is working from home for a very long time and still things are somewhat moving forward. At the same time, that dependency on technology, as, as it's always been this way, with those operational excellencies comes uh, a lot of cyber and you know, information security risk. And that risk that has grown tremendously over the last year uh, is actually quite notable in the amount of attacks we've seen. We've seen increases of hundreds and hundreds of percent from you know this time last year to where we are now, not just on the healthcare industry, but on banking and really on, on, on all businesses across the line. And, and that's something that I think is not going to change too much because that dependency on technology, while it will go back somewhat to some normal, uh, hopefully soon, as the world hopefully you know gets past this, still you know a lot of organizations have moved to all kinds of new solutions and working from home and things like that that 
won't entirely go back. So I think that, you know, our ability now to address a market that's, you know, much more needs tools to quantify and mitigate their cyber risk has just grown. I think compliance in the space is only growing now and will continue to grow as a result of what just happened. Business continuity is another area, right, in, in, in risk management that obviously got, you know, front and center this past year uh, with a lot of organizations caught unready, right? Who, you know, they had those plans in their in their drawers and they, they really were never relevant, uh, nor, nor were they used. So those are areas that we think, you know, are going to lead to much more opportunity in the, in the times to come. Um, the fundamentals of what we're doing are just so much stronger now. But at the same time, we also, as an organization, had to react. And we reacted very quickly already towards the end of February, beginning of March. We kind of recognized a few weeks earlier than the rest of, I guess, you know, the market that this was kind of happening. Uh, we already set up, you know, remote working uh, probably two or three weeks before and the majority of the, of the other organizations have started dealing with it and it kind of became the popular thing to do. So we were really ready to go. We had like, you know, really almost like, you know, dry runs and drills we were doing and working from home to make sure everybody had the equipment there and the internal lines. Um, that was super helpful from a, just a business continuity perspective on our end. But at the same time, we also looked at the market and we said, how can we help in this time? And and we, we you know, I went, went to my CTO, who is a super talented, um, you know, 16-year veteran out of, you know, 8,200 unit here in Israel. Um, and, and I, you know, had a conversation with said, you know, how could we help organizations uh, protect themselves better in this changing environment that we're about to go through, right? Everybody's going to move to remote working, you know, you know businesses are just going to set up a farm. And in around six days, uh, you know, he went back to the drawing board with his team and they came up with a, a new framework for risk management for the pandemic. We called it the crisis risk framework. And it was, you know, a way of organizations to address the risks around migrating to remote workstations and personal device usage. And what we did there is we brought into our platform, we opened up our platform for free for a number of months there. And we just opened it up to the, you know, to the market at large. And we, we offered them to use our platform um, to help them during this pandemic, our way of kind of helping the community in this challenging time. And we're a pretty small company, right? We're pretty, you know, we're still a young company that's growing, but, you know, I think we made a pretty big impact. We had over 3,000 companies come to our website and, you know, learn more about this you know, program in a few days. So the success was really through the roof. Um, and, uh, you know, that was really kind of our story into COVID. Um, today, it's more of, you know, business as usual, right? We're trying to just address the, you know, the ongoing challenges. Uh, but we shut down our office for six months, you know, in effort to really give our employees the stability at home where they know they can just work on an ongoing basis. And we hope to be back, um, you know, in a few months to an office where, you know, in Israel, at least it looks like the vaccine is going to cover most of the country in the next few months. So we're looking forward to that day after. Awesome. Yeah, I think everybody's looking to get some closure to this uh challenge that we've had to go through this last year. So thanks again. Yeah, are you leveraging any new or emerging technologies within your tech stack? I assume you are, but anything specific you might be able to share with our audience? Sure. So we, we actually um, have heavily focused on, on our technology stack and making sure that it's actually on the cutting edge, specifically around the architecture that we built at the platform uh, in our cloud environment using serverless technology and you know on AWS um, so we've leveraged basically um, really the, you know, the most advanced uh, you know, and development capabilities when it comes to cloud uh, computing. Our platform is also multi-tenant. These things to some people are meaningless and to others are, are everything. To us, it's really the future because we've invested so much into that cutting edge piece of the infrastructure that our platform is built on that it now allows us to scale and, and build out almost infinitely and also create and innovate in a much faster way. So our clients are actually enjoying, you know, new features and deployments at a much faster pace that are very stable and also groundbreaking almost every few weeks, every every month or two, depending on, you know, what the release is. Um, and, and, you know, that uh, you know, uh, 
uh, investment that we made early on um, is really paying off now, specifically in the GRC space where, you know, the existing platforms in GRC, one of their biggest challenges, especially the on-prem ones, uh, but not just, you know, even the cloud ones, but especially the on-prem ones is that there is a tremendous amount of customization that's needed to be able to build out a platform that can address a specific organization, cyber risk and, and privacy needs. Uh, because of you know each organization operates and and looks different and you know they're built in hierarchy are different and as such you know we built in to begin with because of the research that we had done early on um really those uh, flexible points in the platform using these advanced technologies to allow us to really configure instead of customize um which lets us number one go to more customers now and instead of taking you know many weeks or months to deploy a grc platform sometimes even years in some heavy use cases we're talking about you know a few days, you know a week or two, and then you could see actual value from your GRC platform using our platform today. So we've really changed kind of the paradigm there, where you know the abilities, you know your time to value is much much shorter because of that investment into technology and architecture that we did early on. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it, and I know a lot of people on this particular technology podcast are interested in kind of behind the scenes and and what really operates in 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 but uh, but the technology behind uh, you know your operation and how uh, you're able to help your clients thwart off uh, risks. So thanks again. And Yair, last quick question here: Can you just share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in entrepreneurship? Yeah, I would say a few things, a few tips there. I think number one, never make excuses for yourself. It's very easy to find excuses why something is good or bad. Sometimes it's also good, you think, and then you're just shorted because you're trying to convince yourself and you got to validate. You got to research and validate. And most things you can check before even building or launching a business, right? So if you have an idea and you think it's going to sell, go advertise that solution and see how many people click on a Google ad there, right? You can spend a few hundred dollars on Google ads and check, is anybody interested in your product, right? Forget about the fact that there'll be nothing to buy there, but you'll be able to validate very quickly if there's a need in the market. Go talk to the professionals that are going to be your buyers. One of the things that I did early on in my career, in the journey here at Centralize, was um, you know I, I really recognized the fact that you need to um, validate uh, your technology and the pain points of the market. Um, when I was at Visa, I helped Visa launch a bunch of their innovation hubs around Europe, uh, and I got to see a lot of companies in that process that were you know young startups and and they were really all building really cool technology but very few of them have validated really well if if the buyer would actually buy this product and do those pain points really fit what their product's solving so my biggest learning there was that when i go out to market the first thing i'm going to do and that's what i did for 18 months i met with over 200 CISOs, right chief information security officers chief risk officers consulting companies in the risk space uh, to really understand what are those pain points i mapped that out to different buckets of pain points. And I actually used that, you know, a chart that I had built out at the time as a blueprint to the fundamentals of what I was going to build here. So that was kind of that roadmap that helped me understand what features, what functionality do I need in my solution to really address the pain points of the market. And by doing that, you know, the product market fit that we found when we started you know, going to market uh, was almost one-to-one. Yeah, of course, you can always add and improve features and functionality, but I think that we were very fortunate in having a platform and a solution that fits the, the risk space's needs very early on in our journey. Um, and, and that's something that I think every company can do, right? You can have those conversations early, you know, not one or two, 10, 20, 30, right? Don't never let, you know, hard work get in the, in the way 
of, uh, of validating that your idea is good. Because if it's not good, you're going to find it out at some point and it's going to be after you spent a lot of time and effort and maybe money uh, or investors' money. Uh, and instead of being able to focus on the next best idea, right, you'll be stuck on that old idea because you already are kind of uh, in a vacuum and, and running down a path. So that would be my, yeah, I think, biggest tip for somebody getting started today. Um, and maybe my last tip, um, and there's a million tips I could give, but really maybe the last one is going back to that perseverance. Um, you know, if you're going to go down this path, take a deep breath. It's almost never going to be easy. Almost everything's harder than you think. But as you get those wins along the way, as you start to conquer the market that you're after, um, it all starts to pay off. But it, it does take time. And you need that big, deep breath when you get started because you're going to hit that brick wall really hard at some point. And if you can't get up and just climb over, climb under, climb around that wall, um, you're, gonna, you're, you're not going to succeed because you're going to hit that wall 10 times, if not more. Great. No, I appreciate that. I think, like you said early on, consistency and uh, perseverance. So, yeah, your thanks for sharing. And I want to let you know it was a pleasure having you on today. I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thank you so much. Really appreciate the opportunity. Bye for now. 